from Learfield, this is the Alabama Insider. Touchdown, Alabama! Here is your host, Chris Stewart. A busy weekend for Alabama athletics has already gotten underway. We welcome you and everybody to another edition of Alabama Insider from the Crimson Tide Sports Network. I'm Chris Stewart. Thanks for checking out our podcast. We start things off talking a little women's basketball as last night the Bama defense was unbelievable. They held Lipscomb scoreless for the opening 17 and a half minutes of the contest. That's right. Shut them out in the first quarter, 22 to nothing. Led at halftime, 45-3, to and Christy Curry's team stayed perfect on the year as they would finish up with an 82-35 to victory. Hannah Cook led the way in nearly every category. She had 13 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, and for the third consecutive game, the Tide had 5 in double figures as Cook was joined by junior Mio Knight and freshman Jordan Lewis, who each had a dozen points. Also, junior Coco Knight added a career-best 11 points, and sophomore Shaq Wade had 10. Then you got Ashley Williams, who tied Cook for the most rebounds with eight. And then Lewis dished out a game-high five assists as well. You get the picture. Bama really did a great job of uh, balancing the effort in claiming that 82-35 to win. A uh, really up-and-coming freshman, I think. Ashley Knight at 6'5", true freshman for the Crimson Tide, also showed the type of impact she can have on a game as she had eight uh excuse me, three block shots in the game. That gives her eight now for the season. And the Crimson Tide would also get uh, eight points from her in the contest and six rebounds as well. So a good win for Coach Curry and the Crimson Tide. Again, they are 3-0 and on the season. Next up, they're going to host Georgia Southern. That's a Tuesday night game at Coleman Coliseum. It'll tip off at 7 o'clock on the SEC Network Plus. Now, you got uh, Coach Avery Johnson's men's team that plays tonight. They've got the big game at home uh, against Ball State, and both of these teams are coming off of tough losses. You got the Bama men, which dropped a tough 77-72 game to uh, Dayton on uh, Tuesday as part of the SEC tip-off marathon. The Tide losing that one. Uh, meanwhile, Ball State is coming off of a loss as well, one in overtime to a big rival in Indiana State. So both teams one and one coming into the game. You got Bama uh, and Ball State meeting in what is the second round officially of the 2016 Las Vegas main event. Now, this is leading up to and a guarantee already that the Alabama team is going to play next week, two games Monday and Wednesday in Las Vegas at the MGM Grand. The title play Valparaiso in the first game on Monday. It's an 11 o'clock central tip that we will have on the network for you. And then Bama will play either BYU or St. Louis in the next game, depending on the outcome of the two semifinals. But in the on-campus matchups, this is the second round of that Las Vegas main event. It's the first game in a series ever between the two programs. Bama uh, unfortunately had its 16-game non-conference home winning streak snapped in that loss to Dayton last Tuesday. And prior to that, Bama's last conference loss in Coleman Coliseum came all the way back in December of 2013 when Xavier upended the Crimson Tide. Uh, it has been, however, a, uh, a good stretch of, of things for Coach Johnson and the Tide after winning their opener. Actually, 
the same uh, weekend that they won the opener against Coastal Carolina. Bama also signed the nation's number three recruiting class, according to Scout.com and Rivals.com. So uh, a lot of good stuff going on right now for Alabama, uh, despite the loss to Dayton and uh, a, a pretty challenging opponent coming in right now in Ball State. Again, uh, Taylor Persons leads them, averaging 23 uh, points per game in their first two contests. Franco House is a, uh, a forward who's capable of scoring but is leading them with 10 rebounds per game. Sean Sellers runs the point, averaging 3.5 assists through two contests. You flip it around, and it's still early for Avery Johnson's team, but Corling, Corbin Collins has emerged as a leader. He's uh, averaged 15 in two games. You've got Braxton Key and Riley Norris that are both averaging five rebounds and Dazon Ingram picking up where he left off when he was injured in the seventh or after the seventh game of the season last year. He's leading the team with six rebounds per contest right now. So it's going to be Alabama and Ball State. Again, that is tonight, Friday night, the Tide and the Cardinals tipping at 8 o'clock. Radio coverage on the Crimson Tide Sports Network will begin promptly at 7 o'clock. Now, uh, Coach Nick Saban's Alabama football team is, of course, in action uh, on Saturday. It's a 6 o'clock kick for the Crimson Tide, taking on uh, the Chattanooga Mocs, a team that has played very well once again this year in the football championship subdivision. That is uh, the NCAA's uh, former 1AA level, but it's a team that has played very well, just two losses on the year, only one in the Southern Conference, and um, again, a, a very solid team at that level, but obviously Alabama a heavy favorite in this contest and very hopeful that the Tide will play well and keep things rolling along, uh, keep the momentum going that right now has Alabama as uh, a squad that is ranked number one in the nation in all the polls. In fact, Alabama unanimous pick uh, in some of those right now. The College Football Playoff Committee, which is most important, has Alabama ranked as the um, the number one team in America. So uh, the Tide hoping that they can win this matchup. They've already assured themselves of a spot in the SEC championship game in two weeks uh, the Tide, of course, will have the Iron Bowl next weekend against Auburn. And then Alabama will come back home, or excuse me, will uh, play in Atlanta at the Georgia Dome for the SEC Championship, regardless of the outcome of that matchup. It will be uh, the last of the championship games to take place there at the Georgia Dome in Atlanta. It will move right next door into the Atlanta Falcons' new home stadium next year. But, uh, First things first, got to take care of business with Chattanooga. Alabama finalized its game plan yesterday. They had a 90-minute workout in shells at the Hank Crisp Indoor facility and uh, Bama focusing on special teams and the final touches on that game plan for the mocks. It's a 6.05 central kick. ESPN2 will televise it. Dave Neal, Matt Stinchcomb, and Olivia Harlan will have the action on that side of things. We hope you'll join us, of course, on the Crimson Tide Sports Network as Eli Gold, Phil Savage, and myself will have the radio call pregame beginning at 3. Bama trying to win its 13th straight against Chattanooga in the all-time series, the most recent matchup coming uh, back in 2013 when Alabama was a 49 to nothing winner. Coach Saban has faced the mocks twice, 45 to nothing victory in 2009 in that one we just referenced 
in 2013. So uh, looking forward to Saturday, looking forward to the matchup tonight, and looking forward to having you join us again next week for another edition of Alabama Insider. From all of us at the Crimson Tide Sports Network, I'm Chris Stewart. Thanks again for joining us on our podcast. Roll Tide, everybody. This has been the Alabama Insider. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation.